0: Good afternoon, Patriots, and today is July 25th in the year 2023. And, of course, it's Tuesday, just in case you didn't know. Crazy times, indeed. We've got all sorts of stuff going on, and they're trying to get everybody into a Retinal scan digital ID. I hope you're ready. Turn your eye into iris and become part of the Matrix, and among other crazy things, including some pedophiles that we're going to talk about, which it's that's like a daily news thing these days. Patriots, what well, right now it is some real realities we have to face. The world is changing in so many crazy and uncomfortable ways. And if you haven't figured it out, the natural disasters are not natural. There's a political and economic disaster brewing. And the bottom line is, if you aren't prepared, anything can happen at a moment's notice. So you won't be, you're not going to be wanting to wait till the very end. And this isn't just a movie like going to get popcorn. You're going to need to get, stuff on hand. And to do that, you need to go to mypatriotsupply.com. Right now they're offering deep discounts on the popular three-month emergency food kit. And that's like 20% off of the normal rate, which is fantastic. It's the biggest discount they've ever offered. So you want to take care of it right now. So act now, head on over and get, I'm sorry, 25% off, not 20, 25% off, 25% off on each of the the three-month food kits. That's awesome. So head on over to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com, save 25% today. preparewithbards.com. You're not going to be disappointed. This is the best supply best emergency supply company on the market, and you want to have these emergency based supplies in this market in this time we have. You've got to have a tiered food plan, and one of them has to be stuff you know it's going to last forever on the shelf. So save 25% this week. Head on over to my patriot supply Go to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. Do it today. You won't be disappointed. All right, Patriots, so what type of crazy stuff do we have going on here? Well, I'll tell you, there's a few things, and they are a little bit loony. But right off the top, we're going to look at this latest trend in the universities, which
1: is white genocide. The professor did say that white people are damaging. Her word, damaging.
0: I mean, this is, you know, it's not an exaggeration to say we are entering straight-up anti-white genocidal rhetoric, maybe. I mean, let me give you one more example. This psychiatrist spoke at Yale and said she has fantasies of murdering white people. Imagine being a white person in the audience, looking around, your classmates are nodding in agreement. So, seriously, if you're a white student, speak up. The time is now because things are
1: only going to get worse. They're going to treat me like this, but there needs to be more students like me. Daniel Schmidt, you got the fire this morning, and thanks for bringing it to our show. We appreciate it. And we stick it on Fox News
0: where nobody really pays attention and says, oh, well, that's too bad. We can't do anything about universities. We have a major problem going on right here. And what what that is, is the universities are kind of the center of this new religious order. You have to look at it like the old church. When the church you have in the early stages, when it started to seize power in Europe, it was owning, it became the landowner. That's what universities have become in this day very dangerous, and they're using their influence over very impressionable minds that have been deeply programmed in our public school system to believe that white people are bad. This is a pretty sizable genocide when you look at it, considering about 60 to 65% of the United States is considered white. You have about 15 to 17% that's considered black, and they're bringing in a ton of illegals. So you kind of get the picture of what they're trying to do. And this was all initiated in 2008 under... The traitor, Barack Hussein Obama, and that's at that point when they started the war on men and the war on white men in particular. This has not stopped. And anymore today, if you dare say it, like I just said it, then you're considered to be a white supremacist. And you add that to being a Christian and you, you become a white supremacist Christian national. So <laughs> if you're on the show today, um, you are now a white supremacist Christian national. Own it, baby. Absolutely own it. And that's the only way to live this because you, you've got, we've got to stick it in their face and say, nope, not happening. Here's a great perspective on the crazy world that we are in.
2: So I got this morning, I got to thinking, could you imagine, just for a moment, imagine if all these people who are so offended by this Jason Alvino song were this offended by BLM leading riots in various cities across the United States where they burned and looted not just big companies like Walmart and Target, but small businesses that were owned by other black people. Imagine if they were that offended by that. Imagine if they were this offended by Antifa attacking, assaulting, harassing people, even the elderly. There's videos of it. Imagine if they were this offended by a corrupt Department of Justice and FBI that uses its power like the Praetorians in ancient Rome to influence government leadership. Imagine if they were this offended by the fact that the same Democrat leaders who told them, you can't see your loved ones, you can't go to school, you can't go to work, you gotta let grandma and grandpa die slowly from old age without ever being near them again. If these, they were this offended by those same Democrat leaders Breaking their own rules, going to hair salons, forcing their favorite hair salons to open up, gathering together with other people in restaurants, going to ball games, things like that, abusing their power. Imagine that these people were offended by that as much as they were by chasing Allean. And imagine if these people were this offended by the fact that child sex trafficking is a multi billion dollar industry across the globe and it happens right here on American soil. Imagine if they were that offended by that. Imagine if they were this offended by these crimes against children that happen every day in America, whether it's um, your basic sneaker pimps, your gorilla pimps, people like that, girls especially who are forced into prostitution. Imagine if they were this offended by the fact that while American families who are homeless go every day without food, starving living on the streets while illegal immigrants are put up in five-star hotels and these luxurious glamping tent cities where they have flat screen tvs and xboxes and every kind of creature you can imagine while americans are still on the streets trying to survive imagine if they were this offended by rap music and rap videos that glorify gun violence and sexual violence and the objectification of women and the selling of drugs to their own people. Imagine if they were offended by that. Imagine if they were this offended by the fact that BLM was supposedly created to push for social justice in black communities, but then they took all the money and bought themselves million dollar states and never put one cent back in black communities.
0: I think we'd call this cognitive dissonance is what that is at the extreme. When you have people like this, were, when we're literally watching this duplicity happening before our very eyes and a cultural hypocrisy, people become so overwhelmed at a certain point, they just become numb. And that's really where we are. And it's our job to shake the tree and wake them up. It's just that simple. But this is a crazy time. Indeed. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father God, we're here today and blessed and humbled before the throne as we come to you truly by our free will and blessed to be here in this fellowship that you continue to build and prosper across this globe. And we're so grateful for all that you give. We're grateful for all the glory that you bring into this world. We're grateful for everything you provide for each and every one of us. Father, in this time today, we're just going to begin our prayer just for a, the the health and wellness of this remnant and this movement, that each one, that's each person, wherever they are, and wherever, whatever station they are in life, we're just a prayer right now for the blessings of raising up, the blessings of whatever is in need and challenging each person here today. We have a prayer that they can find that solution through loving you, but in that process, Lord, that these problems, these things that are hanging on, that are being weights like albatrosses, hanging them down, we just pray that they'll be released today. That these worries, whatever the worry is, that today, this is a blessing that we're praying. They're just these worries and burdens that are hanging on to people that are holding them back, keeping them in in this state of in uncertainty, concern, agitation, anxiety, whatever that is. Those are going to be solved today, released. So, Father, I'm making this prayer and this prayer request with all those that are in, in agreement to do you to say this and present this before you with the authorities given to us by Jesus. And this is a moment where we're asking for a major blessing. A blessing to flow over Bard's nation and to all those listening to be touched in such an amazing way, to know that this blessing is part of the the love and pursuit that we have in Jesus, and just to release some of the bonds and the shackles that are holding people into this current matrix. And it could be little things or big things, Father, but whatever it is that there is a, a resolution, that there is a, a, a lifting off of the weight, that there is a understanding of, of calm, that settles into the soul, and into the heart, and that after this prayer today that, that seeps and goes across the entire nation, settles in on people to lift off that weight, to lift off that anxiety, to lift off that fear, and to know that you're there and that you provide everything. And to have that comfort in you, Father, to strengthen, to stand, and to be bold, and to be able to have the honesty in the heart to turn to you and share the concerns, to share openly The fears, the anxieties, the the weight, whatever that is, the trepidations that we have. And Father, I think that's just so important as we gain in the trust and honesty in you to have the dialogues that we need to build this relationship. So Father, our prayer also continues to just have this pursuit of a relationship with you. An amazing, deep, and personal relationship. Not just to pray blindly into things, but to open the door to welcome you in, make a seat at the table and invite you to dine with us and to do that with every step that we walk, with every breath that we speak. Father, we're just in an amazing place right now where there's so much chaos going on, but we're realizing too the power of remaining centered within the space of kingdom to know that each and every one of our steps as we breathe and walk with you, that where we touch the earth, it is reclaimed. Under the authorities of kingdom, so Father, let us walk in the world that way, and we pray that that blessing as well flows over all the Bard's nation today, to know that we have the authorities to step on snakes and scorpions. We have the authorities over all evil. We have the authorities to do all that and be given the authority to do all that Jesus did and greater works, as long as we lean into Jesus and lean into You, Father. So Father, in this day, let the doubts be stri- stripped away. And so much of where we are, find ourselves many times is something that's hanging on us, like a, a weight around our necks. That's, that's the weight we're seeking to be broken, that chain we're seeking to be ripped away and truly to be lifted off so that we are, see the world with clear eyes and hear the world with the crystal ears that you would desire to, for us to have, to hear your voice, to see the world through your eyes. Father, that's the blessing we're asking for today, to provide a deeper and more intimate relationship with you, and have that door open widely like never before and to be literally able to understand how we can step through, not just it's there, but to understand how we can step through to let go of these worldly things and to become not of this world, but to walk as children of the Most High. Father, in this time when there's so much chaos and confusion and there's so much intentional attempt to keep us derailed and offering us the easy way, the convenient way, after wearing people down for three or more years now to where people are getting worn to the point that they'll accept peace at any cost, let us not lose the focus on the cross. Let us not lose the focus on you. So Father, we're praying as we are praying with this release of the burdens from our, our, our that are weighing us down, the release of these things that are causing anxiety or, or hesitation to step in, that with that comes the eyes to see and to truly understand it how this equation is really pretty simple. Abide in you. Abide in all those things that Jesus gave us. Understand that we will make mistakes. Have the will and fortitude to repent, repent immediately, and to step into that place and to walk boldly as a child of the Most High. Father, these are a moment right now where the world needs the warriors of Christ, the mighty warriors of Christ, and to understand that when we walk in the world, under the banner of Jesus, to step boldly into that place without hesitation, without, without any doubt in our heart, to know that Jesus has given us authorities here. And in those authorities, we can resist this evil. We can stand boldly before it. We can speak Jesus. We can know that we're walking truly as the children of the Most High and repel this evil and all that it does. And let us build into that strength. Let us have the confidence, Father, as we today we're praying for that continued blessing to flow to increase the confidence of people to step into the place of our inheritance, the children of the Most High. Let those words sink in deeply, Father, as we are saturated and marinated in the love of kingdom, the love in you, and to understand truly the power of love as we walk in this world, a mighty power of love that's greater than any sort of steel, but as ferocious as a lion, to understand that love is a a dual-edged sword. Sometimes love is the beautiful thing that slices that perfect slice in the cake that we so desire. Other times love is that sharp edge that cuts to truth and reminds us truly of what we actually are or what we're actually doing, that look in the mirror. But let us wield that with a mightiness of our words, understanding that the words are the power of life and death. And to give that respect with our thoughts, with our actions, with our words. And in so doing, Lord, to step in more mightily and more boldly into the clean and perfect walk of Jesus. Guide us in these hours, Father. There's so much before us and so much confusion that constantly is pulling us one way or the other. And yet, all we have to do is reside and abide in him. So, Father, for those steps that we've made, we've stepped off course, we've, we've tripped, we've stumbled, forgive us for our sins, and we put ourselves before the throne this day and ask for repentance for those things that we have done. And, Father, with that, we ask for the breath of the Holy Spirit to fill us, to stand us up stronger, more focused, more revived in the power of the Holy Spirit, to walk in this world truly mightily and, to, and humbly in such a way that the presence of Jesus flows through us, that touches the hearts of those around us without speaking a word, that the light of Christ resonates through us and we've become truly one in the body of Christ for others to recognize, to see, to be drawn to and be compelled to seek Jesus in their life. We've asked these things, Father, with the authorities given to us by Jesus himself and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Man, I don't think we spend enough time doing that stuff, focusing on the greatness of who we are. But I do know this, if they come knocking at your door, You better be ready. Patriots, right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. The economy isn't stable, crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge don't seem to even care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself, and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and you still have a ton of practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including .223, so that you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code Bards, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. Again, 10% using your promo code Bards plus free shipping when you go to iTargetPro.com. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with iTargetPro. That's the letter I, TargetPro.com. iTargetPro.com. Offer code is Bards you ever ask yourself like mean, what do you do in a challenge when i say this when you are faced with something that is a barrier in your life an obstacle in your life and and something that truly is doesn't seem to be letting go so what what do you do there and i was praying on this exact thing the other day because there's there's commissions that god gives us and then there's the building up and we we run into things where we we're going to need Resources, for example, and that comes in many forms. So my prayer was literally with Father. I'm like, okay, Father, so how do we go farther and deeper with this? How do we unlock that amazing flow of resources from heaven to where for any one of us, we step into a place where it's not about us, but when we're stepping into commissions and it's it's, it's not something we have to pray on and wonder, but we step in with such profound unity within the body of Christ, that when we see something that, and we know that it's exactly what is necessary for the next step, it's provided. How does that happen? Because these, this is literally gets into the place of the miracle God, the living God and the miracle God. And I was praying on it, I didn't get an answer right away. I got an answer the next morning. And I think that was what was so, so profound. And when that happened, it came from a pastor friend of mine And it was, this is what he wrote. He said, I am, and this literally came unprovoked. I want to tell you this. Okay, this was just, he just sent it to me the next day out of the blue. I didn't even say hello. He just was like, got something. He just sends it. It says, the way of praise. I am teaching you my way of removing mountains. The way to remove mountains is the way of praise. When trouble comes, think of all you have to be thankful for. Praise, praise, praise. Say thank you all the time. Your thankful hearts of praise are the removers of mountains. That's God speaking straight up. This person is a good friend of mine. It's actually, you've, I don't know that I've had him on the show. I have to remember, I have to, I think we were going to, and I think we have to reschedule. It was Paul Cantrell from Portland. And he is on a tour. He's on the uh, Trail of Joy tour right now. And he had no idea what I was praying the night before. And I prayed that until about 2 in the morning. And this came in that next morning early and just completely opened my eyes. I was like, Lord, thank you. Praise Jesus. I mean, this is such an amazing thing. The Lord answers our prayers. We know that. And so there's this part in, in our in our walk always that i think we have to remember is that we have this responsibility of a doing part of, of walking with jesus we you know people call it works and faith they don't like that because they hear the things like well that means if you you can do your works to to create your faith and that's not what we're talking about we have to have a powerful and bold faith we have to be able to pray and pray deeply but we have to have this ability to step into the place that God needs us to step into, live and walk that and become that. And that to me is um, probably this last couple of weeks has been the most profound opening. Not that I didn't know it. I think we all know it. But it's when I say opening, like a step that we make where suddenly everything starts to change around you. And you start to realize the power and the might in praise and the power and the might of thankfulness, and the power of the might and a deeper level of love. I'm telling you, those words are so screwed up in our culture. And I'm, I'm saying that you know from a guy's point of view. I'm also saying that from just a, a, a point of view of how linguistics has worked in our culture. They have destroyed those words or tried to, and we just can't let them do it. I mean, love has to literally mean agape, and we have to take that on as what kingdom intended. And just like we said in prayer here a minute ago, it's a double-edged sword, love. Love is that that strike where sometimes it's like you're anticipating a slice of cake and you watch this perfect cut, like a cheesecake, for example, that's been perfectly made, a big, tall one. And you need that perfect knife cut to cut through without, without tearing the cake and you watch it happen. And that perfect slice is cut and put on your plate. That's a beautiful work of art and a beautiful use of the blade, just perfect. And then there's the other kind of times that the blade cuts like it cuts through your skin, but it doesn't cut in vengeance. It cuts in truth. And it truly leaves us with a place. We have to deeply reflect on where we are and who we are. When we start stepping into those powers of what love is, and we start stepping into what praise is, and praising the Lord for everything that we have around us, no matter how big or how humble it is, We are truly opening up that gateway to walking with God. Because in the end of the day, we have to remember always that none of this stuff around us is going with us. It's given to us for a purpose and for an intent. But if we're worshiping it and hanging on to it, all we're doing is putting anchors and chains on ourselves and preventing us from embracing and enjoying the full bounty of what heaven has to offer. Just some perspectives, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, it's a, it's a great time to be just digging in deep with Jesus. And right now, more than ever, dig deep and seek his face. Have an amazing day each day by seeking his face and inviting him in. Don't compartmentalize our Lord. Don't put him in a box. Don't set him on a side so you get to him when you get home from work or when you get done with shopping. God wants to walk with us, he wants to be with us. Invite him, take him everywhere, open the door. And sometimes just turn it over. I can't tell you how many times in this show that I've just said, all right, Lord, take the wheel. I don't, and I will honestly tell you, when that happens, I'm I'm always amazed. And when even when I think that's like, oh, I don't know if that was that good, I can tell you by the responses, I always can tell when the Holy Spirit's there because it provokes people to make responses in an amazing way. They find things in, in things that are said that I could have never seen. But that's the Lord working. So just keep that in, a, in your focus right now because of all this stupid stuff that's going on and there's plenty and we're going to keep talking about it and we've got a pl- plenty of retarded people out here trying to destroy children and damage children. We have to be the light. And the most powerful thing we can provide in the world right now, especially with so many children on the target of these pedophiles, is for us to be the light. Children see past the veil. Children see clearly in the world where we do not. But... We are the ones who can carry a bold and brilliant light that will give them a beacon in their life that may be the most important thing they witness in their day and maybe in years to hold them through difficult times. And that is truly the glory of where we walk. And I think that is there couldn't be anything more honorable than to pursue that and to seek that in our lives. That's it, Patriots, for today, I'll tell you. Tonight we're going to have... A little discussion about some of the insanity. Then in the next couple of nights, we've got some good guests. Tomorrow night, we're going to have Dr. Lee Merritt. And then we've got another guest on Thursday night. So really good things, some lineups, some good people coming up on our on our shows. Excited about that. But tonight, we're going to dig into kind of the what's up craziness of the world. Like, <laughs> like we need more of that. All right, Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Barnes FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now.
1: We shall pay any price That's what you can do for your country.